Kingdom Business Summit 2023 is here. And this is our biggest and best lineup of speakers we've ever had. This event is two and a half days of high level practical business training. The event is jam packed with the tools you need to scale up your business and deepen your walk with the Lord. Over the two and a half days, I will be bringing some business training as well as a hand-picked group of high-caliber speakers. There's a formal dinner where you can let your hair down and have fun with live entertainment. We will have a worship service where we get together, lift our arms, and praise Jesus. We will have a faith-filled prayer meeting, a networking space to meet like-minded entrepreneurs, an exhibitor showcase area, and we will finish with a time of prophetic ministry where you can get a word directly from the Lord. So if you're looking to scale up your business and at the same time learn how to deepen your walk with the Lord, then I invite you to join me for two and a half days of practical business training at Kingdom Business Summit 2023. In this week's episode of the podcast, I take you into the studio to a private training that I did at the very start of the year in a program called Start Strong, where I look at goal setting. I've always struggled with goal setting, right? A lot of it has always been like pick an arbitrary figure for the year um, and then set a number. But my mind always went to like, well, how do I get it done? And I ended up with more questions than answers when I did goal setting. You know, I've seen other people that just have like a standard 10% increase for the year. And I'm thinking, well, I could, could do more, right? So I always struggled. So in this particular podcast episode, I'm going to take you to, it's not a proprietary way, but it's a different way of thinking about goal setting that for me and hundreds of other people over this time has helped them unlock the missing piece of how to set a big goal, but also how to set enough structure behind it that it becomes obvious that the goals point to strategies and tactics to be able to achieve them. I think you're gonna love this one. All right, let's cut to the training. Today though, I wanna to talk to you about goal setting, right, goal setting. Big topic, um, and, uh, and so I've only got, I promised you we'd be 27 minutes, and I've already used eight of them, right? So I wanna keep this particularly short with you. But I personally have always um, struggled with goal setting as a concept. I, I mean, I, I consistently do it, but it's been a bit of a wrestle for me to work out how to do it because, um, so like, you know, in my early years, I would start a year or ideally before the end of the year, but I would start to goal set for my next year. But I ended up that I was like just picking arbitrary numbers. And naturally, my goal setting caused me more questions than answers. You know, it's like, you know, random scenario, right? We just did 1.2 million this year. Let's go for 1.6, right? It's like, and then my mind, yeah, but how? Like how? Like, it's just a number you plucked out of nowhere. Like how would, would be like the conversation that would come after picking some, you know, random arbitrary goal that I was going to go and chase after. And so, so that kind of model didn't work for me. It ended up just being, it wasn't goal setting. It was like hope setting, right? Which, I, I mean, you know, hope's a substance, but it's not a great strategy, right? So, so for me, I was like, this isn't really working. And then I saw other people that did goal setting like this. Well, let's just go for 10% more. 
if we go for 10% more every year in a matter of time, it'll be excellent, right? It's like, it's like, yeah, but that just seems so lame because what if I could do 12%, 15%, 18%, 32%, right? There was, there was not enough um, strategy behind picking an arbitrary figure or just saying we'll grow by 10%, right? So, so they didn't really work for me. Um, you know, and then there's the framework of goal setting where you should set smart goals. If you've been around for six minutes or more, you would have come across smart goals in your life. And it's an acronym, SMART meaning specific, measurable. So each letter has a word, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-framed. So I look at that, I'm like, yeah, that's really, really cool. And some of the smartest people in the world have used that as their framework. And I'm like, but attainable and realistic are pretty much the same thing. So, um, so I'm like, yeah, you could get some nuance between those two words, but that just feels like a massive double up and a waste of time. So I really like, I, I wish they were um, SMT, like, they, like specific, they should be. That's very clever. Measurable, definitely. Time frame, definitely. You know, the, the, the attainable and the realistic, I can't know that when I set the goal. I think I can know that but I can't know that, right? So, um, and, and, and then I, you know, like I'm just talking through scenarios and then I see people who are like, well, I've got a, I've got a faith goal. It's like, all right, talk to me about that. Well, last year we did a hundred grand, but this year I'm believing for 2 million. I'm like, all right, so what's changing in your business to make a 20X jump? I just believe God can do it. Okay, well, that's you're probably going to start making excuses why that's not working in about April, right, when your faith wears out. So, so I'm looking at these models. I'm like, they just don't work for me. <laughs> like, they, 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 elements of them sound good, but they don't get where they, where they need to go. And so, so for me, and, 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 and so I don't want to throw out goal setting. It's phenomenal. I still do it. I do it in every area of my life, and I continually measure, the book, measure them, and I'm time-framed. I still do all those things. But I just kind of want to talk into a structure that I have found that has allowed me to not only apply my faith and stretch myself, but the businessman inside of me can put some strategy behind the goal setting so that it's not just pie in the sky. I need both of those, right? And so the way I'm going to pitch this to you is I'm going to pitch this to you as we need to do both macro and micro goal setting. This is where I've got to. We need to, like I need to have the macro goal set, but I need the micro goal setting so that I can see a pathway, a practical pathway that has a bit of framework to it to be able to achieve my macro goal setting. And the two together are explosive because they for, it forces you, we'll do some in a minute, it forces you to actually think about a practical strategy to be able to do it, right? So, so for example, just going back to the, you know, I did 1.1 million last year, this year I'm going to do, you know, 1.7. This is like somebody just decides. They look at their numbers, I did 1.1, uh, 1.7, right? It's like, but How? How, what, like, what's changing? What's changing? Because there's about 84,000 different ways that you could go from 1.1 to 1.7 or 100 grand to 174 grand. Like, it doesn't really matter what the numbers are. 
There's so many ways, so many changes, so many levers that you could change to get that number. So having the numbers like more confusing, right? So this is this is what I do. I I I, I want to I want to work in reverse and do micro goal setting to shape the macro goal setting instead of set a macro goal and then work out the micro goals, right? And and the cool thing about goal setting, it, this is not some grand reveal, right? This is something that you actually might have to work through. For example, you may have had in your mind a macro goal of, let's just stay on the same scenario. Somebody did 1.1 and they want to do 1.7, let's just say. But by starting with the micro, they may realize that they could push that 1.7 out actually to 1.8, 1.9, 2.1 because the micro actually gives you a picture of what's achievable. So you may set a macro goal and then change it according to the micro goals actually giving you a clearer picture of what's going on. So um, the micro goals are gonna be departmental, departmental in our business. We're gonna break the business down into departments to set micro goals. One of my definitions of leverage, right, and everybody should find leverage in everything they can ever do forever. One of my definitions of leverage is divide to multiply. Break something down and multiply out the smaller parts. Gives you a compound increase, right? So you could say I want to grow my business by, you know, 20%. But actually, if you were to break the business down into departments and grow each individual component 20%, you would get more than 20% gain because of the compound effect of little areas of your business all compounding together to get an increase. So departmental micro goal setting. Now, I'm just going to come up with some departments, but we have, you know, 475 people registered for Start Strong. So across all of that, you know, there's, there'd be a ton of different type of businesses. And so the ones that I'm going to talk about would be universal for everybody, but you might have some other departments in your business that you would want to go and set micro goals for, and you should. But, he, but here's the ones that I would do, right? So I would set a micro goal around sales. At my sales department, I would set a micro goal around my marketing department. Okay? They're pretty obvious. Um, and some of you are probably a one or two person business, and you're like, I don't have a marketing department. Yes, you do. You also have a sales department, accounts department, administration department, HR department. It's just that you are the head of every department. Oh, hey, I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Listen, I'm just here training a group here in this room, but I need you to subscribe to my channel. Guys, do you think they should subscribe to the channel? Yeah! Guys, please subscribe. What about your production department? This will look different for everybody, right? If you're a product-based business, then it's importing products, or if it's making products, if you're a service-based business, it's delivering on the product. We still have production, right, as a, as a department. And then we've got HR, right? So we've got some people involved, and you might be the only one, but there's no great business in the world run by one person, so you've got to build out a team. And then, of course, um, this is not so much of a department, but it's a great way to set um, goals, is your net profit, right? So you could put this under, you know, financial. So there's just some, so we're breaking down the business into these five departments and you can do more. And now we're gonna set micro goals for each of these. 
and then we're going to make sure that the micro goals that we've set for each department dovetail into the macro goal that we have set for the year. All right. Reason being, of course, is the minute. So remember, remember, I'm, I'm trying to unpack the thinking for you. So somebody says, I did 1.1. I think I want to do, pick a figure, 1.7. The brain goes, there's so many ways to get there. I don't know which one's best, right? That's, that's the problem with just picking an arbitrary figure and, and setting a goal. With my sales department, I go, you know, well, we currently converted 27 customers last year. I want to go to 35. I, my mind immediately goes to how do I achieve that? So now I've got tangible strategies and tactics to back up my goal setting, which I don't have when I just pick an arbitrary figure because it's too big, right? So by going down to micro, I, I can set a goal and my mind immediately goes to what's my strategies and tactics to fix it. And that's the difference, far more empowering. So when it comes to sales, right? Um, there's a couple of different kind of goals that you could have here. Um, you know, one of your goals could be to increase your conversion rate. So you look back over last year, right, which was your, let's just stay on the 1.1 year because it's become a thing for this session. In, during my 1.1 year, right, and I'm going to increase it this year, but, you know, we had a conversion rate of 27%. So of all the leads that came in over the year, we converted 27% of them. All right, well, well, how about this year? We go to, you know, 29.7, right? We'll just round it up and call it 30%, right, which is slightly better than 10% increase. Right? It's like 11%. So it's like, okay, I, I was at 27%, I'm gonna go to 31%. So then your mind immediately goes to, well, how do you get that done? Okay, you need to get better scripts, do some sales training, da 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 da. All the strategies and tactics behind getting that increase and getting that goal. I know another kind of goal that you could have in your sales department is I've, last year we did 1.1, I did all of the sales. This year I'm gonna hire a sales team and hand over a lot of the sales. Right? That's, a gr that's a great goal, right? Needs a time frame. I'm going to do that by March the 5th or whatever. So you, so you, you, because then you immediately go to how do we do that? Right. Well, I've got to run a CCAD, do some research on how much sales people should get, create a bonus structure and a, and, a, and a scheme for them to earn great money, get them in, get them trained, right? So, so the minute you set that micro goal, your mind goes to what are the strategies and tactics to be able to achieve the, guy, to achieve the goal, right? So it's about just picking, okay, what's my, what's my goal this year for my sales department? Marketing, right? So, you know, you come to this point where we need more incoming leads, right? Which is excellent. And you do need more. Because if you did 1.1 million last year and you want to do 1.7 million this year, you're going to actually need increased leads, okay? So, you know, if last year you were getting on average, you know, 40 leads a month, well then you know, what, what's this year need to look like? Does it need to be 50 a month? Does it need to be 55 a month? Or are, do you actually need to go back to 27 leads because you've worked out that there's a certain audience that you really want to get to and now your marketing strategy is to find more of the audience that you're looking for and that becomes your micro goal, right? Whatever, you know, the, 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 the goal for marketing could be, right, last year we ran three marketing pillars. We did BNI, word of mouth, and letterbox drops. All right, it's like, well, can we please join the 21st century? So this year, we're going to do Facebook ads, Google ads, LinkedIn ads, and build an actual website that works, right? That, so you can set that goal of doing that, and then, and then your mind immediately goes to, 
what are the strategies and tactics to get it done? I need to find a company, outsource it, in, in, insource it, hire somebody in, whatever it is that you're gonna do. But you set the micro goal of going, right, I had three pillars, I'm gonna go to six, or we got 50 leads a month, I wanna go to 70, whatever the goal is that you set, and then your strategy will back it. Right, when it comes to production, you know, it could be like last year, we were making on average nine widgets a week, if you're a making business. It's like, yeah, well this year I wanna to go to 11 or 12 or 13, how do we get that done? Production could be um, that we really only have two services that we offer. This year my goal is to launch a third service so that I can sell more products to the same customer. Right, great, so my micro goal is to launch a third product. What are my strategies and tactics to be able to achieve that, okay? HR, simple, right, this is the people component. Like, like a goal would be adding headcount, right? Like how many people are you adding to the business this year? And, and if you said, well, one, I'm like, excellent. If, you, you know, if you're a one-person operator and you're adding one person to the business this year, definitely feels too slow to me, but I'm not here to judge, right? Like, that's, that's good. You've just doubled your headcount. And so, you know, you, you want some goals around HR. So if you said, you know, we've currently got six team members, let's have a really big year. Let's, you know, let's go to 12 and double it. Well, what's your strategies and tactics? You can't leave that to the second half of the year because you probably won't achieve it. So now you've got to start hiring early. So what does that look like, right? Get a CCAD, get them in, get so forth, right? So the minute you pick your micro goal, your strategies and tactics will, will, will be pretty obvious about what you've got to go and do. And then when it comes to net profit, right? You, you know, for example, last year's net profit was 18%. Well, what's your goal for this year? What's your micro goal, your, ju your net profit goal? Do you want to go from 18% to 20%? which by the way is not that bad. That's, a, that's better than a 10% increase in your net profit, right? Or do you wanna go from 18% to 22? So you set that micro goal and then you go, okay, how do I achieve that? Well, I need to be, we need to be way more efficient because we're wasting a lot of money, downtime, inefficiency, breakages, products. You know, we need to start putting our prices up, blah, blah, blah. blah. So, so the minute you set the micro goal, your mind goes, okay, how do I achieve that with tactics? Now here's the thing, right? You, you start to set those goals according to those departments and you can do more. And then you kind of look back and you go, hang on a minute, if I do, if I execute on all those strategies and tactics to hit those goals, we'll do more than 1.7. Ah, see now, now you would have gone, you would have sold yourself short if you just picked a random number of we did one one, now we're going for one seven, let's see how we go. You look at this, you're like, man, we're, we're, that's, we're well on track to go from 1.1 to 1.9, right? So, so, you're, so then you go, cool, the macro is 1.9, the micro goals are all of the ones that you set for the departments, and now they dovetail in together. And for me, this is where I arrived at, where it started to actually make some sense. Because if I just had these little goals, I didn't really know the big picture of what I was chasing, if I just had the big goal, I had more questions than answers on how to get there, and I just wasted time unsure of how to do it. So, you know, for me, I want macro, and I want micro, and then all I've got to do is check that they do actually, they're in sync. If I do these, I'll get this, and then all I've got to, and, and I'm already armed, I've just given you like this, the strategies for every problem, there's at least two solutions, right? So by getting the micro, you immediately know, oh, this is what I gotta go do, and away you go, right? It's the only way that I've learned how to do it for my nature, because my nature is to wanna go, 
But the minute I'm unsure of what I'm going for, I'm not as good as I can be. And this allowed me just to get some structure around what does tomorrow look like? Because now that I know that my marketing goal is whatever it is, I know what I need to do tomorrow to move towards that goal, right? And then, you know, you can imagine, let, let, let's just take this concept to your daily productivity. Every single, you could literally create a sheet every day and I write mine down. Um, you, like, what am I doing today on my sales goal? What am I doing today on my marketing goal? What am I doing today? And literally every single day, you just do that, right? Every single day, you just do that. All right, I've just seen a question in the chat from Stephen, which is a good one. What do you, what do you think about quarterly goal structure? So definitely 100%, you wanna break your yearly down into 90 days. All right, when we put people through our programs, it's a, we have a proprietary 90-day plan sheet, physical sheet that you can have digital or physical, post-it notes, an entire system for breaking down your year into your quarter, and then a really fun way of making sure you smash your 90-day goals. So definitely, 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 90 days is very, is very smart because it's far enough that you can get things done. It's basically 12 working weeks and a review week, it's, but it's but it's not so far that it's overwhelming. So it's qu quarterly, definitely, you wanna be doing that. Um, Sally says, this is the missing piece for me, good. Um, it was the missing piece for me too, and I had to figure it out. And when I, when I got there, I was like, that's, that's a, you know, for me, it, it kind of unlocked everything and it, and it made sense. 